What's up, Chris? What's up, Woody? <laughs> Yo, you guys, it's Aji. What up, man? It's your Bati boy, Ish. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <bro>. Woody. <laughs> this is Woody vs. Poppy, man. Yo, Straight before up, man. we start, before we start this call, can we? Uh, this whole entire call is sponsored by uh, Motions. Black yes. People 2015. Let's get into the first topic. Kendrick Lamar to pimp a butterfly. Man's never put pimp the butterfly, eh? Trust me, daddy. All right. Kendrick Lamar was set to release his album to pimp a butterfly, the follow up to his undisputed classic Good Kid Mad City on March 23rd, 2015. But due to technical difficulties with Interscope and uploading the album to iTunes, they uploaded the whole entire album to iTunes in clean format last night. And then uh, due to, you know, everything just being fucked up, they were like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to put it up. So they put up the whole album. So far, it's been positively received in the black community. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, uh, a lot of, you know, other people, like, other races and shit are fucking with it, but... It is, in my opinion, the equivalent of the black version. I mean, uh, the rap version of Black Messiah. I don't know. For the sake of the music section, sh- shout out to the music section. Y'all so fucking weirdos. Yeah, y'all always bunking. Y'all always be prisoners of the moment. But for the sake of y'all, we're going to like really analyze this from some first reaction swag, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to ask you a bunch of questions, Saji, and I guess, I, I guess I'm looking for answers. So my first question is... Um, how do you think this is going to really, like, pan out for, like, the next three months? L- like, the next rollout. Like, what do you think he's going to, like, make a single? Like, what do you think okay. he's going to, like, yeah. Okay, so definitely All Right is going to be the single. Because All Right is the most rap song on the album. And it really sounds like it's a, it's a, it's a hard-hitting, it's a fire-ass song. And it's definitely going to be the single. Yeah, Pharrell on the hook, he sounds like a gangster. It sounds like he pitched down his voice. Oh, that's that's Pharrell. Yeah. I heard, oh my god. That oh, whole track's produced by Pharrell. Yeah, I, I knew that. I didn't know that was Pharrell on the hook. I keep forgetting everything that Pharrell does. He's on the song. Like if he produces <laughs> it, he's gonna sing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yo, shout out to Pharrell for for producing one of the best songs on the album and producing uh, "Good Kid" on the last album. Uh, um, what do you? Th- yeah. What do you think, people? Yo, let me ask you a troll question. Will Tisa make a comeback now that Tazard is all over this album? Um, yeah, man. Yo, Tisa forever, bro. bro. Vintage shit till we die, man. Tisa.tv. <laughs> you think you think he gonna be able to sell $100 snapbacks again? I mean, Don C sells $40 snapbacks. He just took his whole swag and just, like, Yo, that's it, the like... thing about it. I, I, that nigga low-key could... If he marketed, like, you know, if he got the right plugs and shit and a lot, enough people put him on, he could do that shit again. That can be like, all right, if you can't get a Don C, go get a Tisa hat. Yeah. Just Maybe. Yo, yo, could you, yo, let me educate some of y'all, because some of y'all don't know. That nigga Taz Arnold is an OG for Stardust. Mm -hmm. Two, he did work with NWA back in the day, whether it was ghost production, ghost writing, all of the above. He probably just wrote every Easy e verse ever made. And he he was one of the biggest lowheads of, like, of the West Coast, like, ever. You feel me? So, yeah, he looked like a fucking Barnum and Bailey circus ringler, or ringer or whatever, in uh, Paris with Kanye, but... It was for good reason. If and you now, guys don't know who he is, just hear his name. Uh, if you ever go back to that picture that was using like the South Park shit, the gay fi- uh, the gay fish shit, uh, the original photo, he's the dude with the MCM like book bag on and like the leopard pants. 
Yo, he actually hosted a party in Harlem one time I was there, like some little lounge just called Red Rooster. Didn't that nigga host that whole entire things at um thing at Vinny's? I think so, yeah. He's all into that type swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He likes shit like that. Hell yeah. They be flying him out for that shit. He mm. always mad chill. Everybody fuck with him. But yeah. yeah back um, to the album. Yeah, my next question. Um that's just longer than my beautiful dark sense of fantasy. Yeah, of course. It's eighty minutes. No I don't think any song dips below four minutes. Did it feel like 80 minutes though While you was listening to it Yeah I, I think You know what I think it's because When I got the album It was like one twenty in the morning Cause it was after I lost my mind After 2k And I laid in my bed And I was like Fuck it Let me just listen to this shit tonight And I was just listening to it While I was scrolling You know Through my phone All over the internet and shit And it's a It's a crazy album And it's really worth the 80 minutes Like I don't think that he could've got this out In 60 minutes Or, or 40 minutes You know this yeah, have been a ten track album. Um, honestly, man, his voice inflection on there is crazy. Mm-hmm. It, 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 he's like, he he doesn't have to like, he doesn't have to break the third wall like Drake does. You know, kind of the you know kind of to compare apples and oranges because like I said this earlier, but you know I don't know if you know you fully agree with what I said, but Drake speaks for the hip hop that we want. But Kendrick speaks for the hip hop that we need, mm-hmm. and that's why that shit resonates as much with us as running through the six with my woes and shit like that. Because Drake, what Drake's talking about, does, means a lot. It means nothing at the same time. And then Kendrick, what he what he talks about means a lot, but it means nothing if you're not black to an extent. Yes. To an extent, yes. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because there's no like you. You can't just you know fucking no white kid like no no offense no white kid is really gonna vibe with like the extended version of i like like uh, you know us african-americans are like the ending of that song you you just can't identify with that or like black of the berry it's like you know what i'm saying do that like you like you can't like fucking rap those like lyrics in your head like you cannot rap like my nares my hair is nappy my nose is big like you, you can't do that shit yeah so Oh, let's say Jewish, but oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, shout out to all the Jews. Yo, shout out to my boy ZK one time, bro. Yeah, ZK the Jew man. But, <laughs> oh, that's the new one, like OJ the Juice man. Oh, ZK the Jew man. ZK the Jew man. Make the Z- trap. <laughs> Honestly, bro, I've been the Jew man way before OJ. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I really think that Kendrick kind of like he did what the regular rap fans didn't expect. But what core mm-hmm. rap fans knew Key was capable of. So it's just about delivery, man. And, yeah. and, and, and it's about new kids being able to feel how I felt when I when I first heard graduation and shit like that. Well, right when it came out, you know what I'm saying? Like this is his ex his verbal exercise on shitting on people, bro, and really making high quality music and being hella humble about it and letting the music speak for itself is really is really fun it's really fun yeah I, I could see like when i first saw the track list i mean not even the track list when i first heard i i didn't really like it as much but you know i didn't really understand where he was coming from with the, you know with the song and after i heard i i was like yo this album is gonna be extremely funky i mean like when you have a ron isley you know sample and he's in the video Who's you know, that's when i first saw on when i first saw the track list and i saw the fucking like george clinton uh, features i was like holy shit yeah it isn't playing yo that hook on the first track oh my god bro I, the, 
bro, I, I the, forgot, the beginning I, of the song when it was like, every nigga is a star. I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I forgot what the hook is. It's basically what Dave Chappelle said when he was uh when he was when he was Rick James. They said they get never gave you niggas nobody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have never gave you yeah. Oh, they're like go home or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we just completely fucking up the song, yeah. but I'm not playing it. But the uh, second yeah. song. Let's talk yeah. about this for free. For free is a song. It starts out well, I spoiler alert. It starts out with these two girls yelling at Kendrick and they're like, Nigga, you ain't shit. Da da da, you ain't on, none of that shit. And then he just goes on this whole entire rant, like you know, this dick ain't free. And <laughs> like it was some, it was some fire ass spoken word. I feel so bad for niggas like Wale because Wale always been putting like spoken word and like poems on his album. Yeah, like and, dice and found apples, bro. Yeah, but it's like you know when he's gonna do it. It feels mm-hmm. like when he does it, he's on a soapbox, and when Kendrick does it, he's in a scene from a Spike Lee movie. Or like a scene from like mm-hmm. an old movie, cause he he knows those nostalgic like drums and saxophones that sound so like eventful, and it just always sound like Wild A's just trying to like have a, be a voice with the cause, nigga. Who gives a fuck, nigga? You wear Jordans, <laughs> <laughs> you wear Jordans and full posits. Somebody take you about, seriously. Uh, th- that's one thing I've been seeing more. Spoken word is being like rebirthed in the yeah. community. And like, then Kanye has spoken word on his album and people are going to say, nigga, you took that from Kendrick, nigga. And the thing about it is that Kanye was supposed to, like, there was rumors about Kanye doing a spoken word album for like two years now. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy he didn't know. That nigga said some dumb shit sometimes. Uh, that one song that he did, like that, that uh, you know, what's that shit called? Uh, I Feel Like That. Yeah. The shit that he was saying was really cool. He's like, you ever wake up, you know, you just feel... I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like the best spoken word crossover song for Kanye is Addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm addiction, probably going to listen. Addiction is a very underrated song on that album. Yeah. I'm supposed to be bad. Yeah, this stream is sponsored by You Heard Me. But <laughs> maybe <laughs> that song's fire. But yeah, so yeah, man, that, man, it's like. We're, like we're not even talking about like the deaths of this album. Like okay, that fucking crazy ass song. You, what do you think about that song? You is like the most emotional song on the album. It's like when I first heard it, I was so shocked that like Kendrick is the only person I've heard other than like Drake that can really like like he can really put his emotion into a like in his, his into his voice. Like I guess the best example I saw of Drake doing that this year was probably like on a. Uh, on you and the six, it's like it's not a well received song, like well received song by a lot of the fans. But the way he was like, like you know, he really sounded like he was talking because he was doing some light skin shit. Yeah, he, he really was like that's what I was like, damn, this is low key. Me, he was like, I hate using this tone with you, mom. <laughs> like, but Kendrick, he was speaking from the pers- like you know pr- from the perspective of Kendrick's uh friend that you know uh, little brother got killed in Good Kid, Mad City. And he was like, you know, you told me that you would always watch after him. You lied. And then he was talking about, like, you know, I think it was his cousin in a hospital or some shit like that. He was like, you just FaceTimed him. And you thought they were going to recover, but they ended up dying. And the wait, when he said, like, if this bottle could talk, and then that nigga took the sip, and then he kept rapping, I was like, oh, shit. It, yeah, that's how you do it, man. That's definitely how you do it, especially when you're trying to, like, make a point. And you're trying another to reach- song we skipped over, King Kunta. Oh, that yeah, finally I got to hear it. <laughs> I like it. 
I like King it. King Kunta is lit. It, 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 I think he. I think that's another song he could potentially do a video for. I think if he did a video for that, he should like. He, he should like. That could be another single too. Yeah. I think. I think he could green screen his body and come back into the hood like all buff as fuck. Yeah. Just throwing people around like he Super Saiyan Brawly or some shit. Yo, King Kunta is so lit. Like with the girls in the background, that song is so funky. Like. Yeah. It was like like the yams. Not the yams. That shit was so. <laughs> And then nah, like, the progression of the song, it kept on getting darker and darker and darker. Like, it started out, like, we was in Studio 54, and then it got, like, you know, to, like, those, the Bronx in the fucking 70s or some shit like that. <laughs> like, it was, it's very, like, that's one thing I've seen about this album, it, it progresses a lot. Yeah. It, it, Man, you, yeah. Woody, did you notice around For Sale, the whole entire album flipped? Yeah, but that's good, though, mm-hmm. because yeah. once he started talking about Lucifer... It really was just talking about mm-hmm. how, like, if you really l- l- listen to the sounds, I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's so psychedelic." Yeah, because that's just supposed to be addicting. It's supposed mm-hmm. to have you lost in something the way Kendrick was lost in something. I suspect, you know, it's just and, uh, my yeah. You guys, the way Woody said Lucifer, that's what Lucy is. I know. At first, I was like, "What the fuck is Lucy?" I, I keep on forgetting Lucifer is like you know a fucking word, but yeah, it's the devil. And that yeah. song uh, for sale is is probably my favorite song. Cause it just takes what Kanye kind of put with the new slave situation mm-hmm. and just took it and really explained it to people. Cause you know, like Kanye said the best, he doesn't know how to fucking talk to people. Yeah, and like he said, that he doesn't know how to explain things. Kendrick put put everything in perspective. Basically Kendrick just screams and shouted at you when like politely told you that, listen, everything you like is actually not that good, but you know what? Keep liking it because you know why? Because in order to be closer to God, you also have to dance with the devil. You know, every day, you you know what I'm saying? And then I I know you don't watch anime, but uh, I know you're not like the biggest anime fan uh, like Eversace, but Mm -hmm. like there's a robot female on um, Bleach that sounds like the girl on the song. When the girl is like saying that little hook part Mm -hmm. or whatever, it sounds like some little scary robot anime girl that's on Bleach. And that shit was scary as fuck. I was like, oh shit, that sounds like that emotionless robot. That be fucking killing people. Oh <laughs> shit! I was like, "Yo, he put that bitch on the." But I know he didn't really put it, but I'm just saying it sounded like that. So, um, another song on the album was uh that really like that was really a highlight was um how much a dollar costs, and it features uh Ronald um, Ron Isley at the end, and it has a uh, James Fauntleroy throughout. He's the guy that was singing. Uh, he sung the hook for um uh, Girls Love Beyonce. He's a frequent collaborator with Drake. Anyways, um. The song is basically Drake. I mean, I'm Drake. <laughs> the song is basically Kendrick talking about how this bum asked him for a dollar. And the whole entire time, he's like, why the hell is he asking me for this? Why am I feeling bad? Like, why should I give this dude a dollar when I know he's probably just going to go buy some, you know, like some drugs with the shit. And then he says, you know, like throughout the song, he was staring at him. And then the more he stared at him, the more angry he became. And he was like, you know, you know how much does a dollar really cost? And it just shows how, you know how it, the shit changes man you know when you I, didn't, I, I, I didn't get all that from that song so I definitely gotta listen to that song oh yeah more. you gotta listen to that shit again the the song that was really I was really fucking with was If These Walls Could Talk oh yeah yeah that shit hey, if you fine. haven't noticed bro we, we've spo- we're speaking about almost every fucking song and we're speaking about it as if every song is like the track mm-hmm. so that just goes to show you that this shit is very impactful in terms of you know sonically and message-wise. Yeah. You know? These Walls Could Talk is like... uh, that that He talked a lot about... like I like how he's continuing the story from Good Kid, Mad City. Like, he talks about a lot of shit from there. Like, uh, what song was it? He was like, Shireen don't got nothing on Lucy. Or some shit like that. 
I forgot, man. Yeah, that's what I was like, oh shit, that's that's strange. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, real quick, the this um, I want to ask a question. Like, where the fuck did all this Tetsu and youth like super fan base come from? KTT, like of course. And Anthony Fantano, bro, I really, I really feel like he's the voice of the internet fan. Yeah, he the is. internet fan is the kid he's like who the, he's like, he's like the the human pitchfork, like. Whatever he says to these internet kids, like it goes. Yeah, and, and, and people have to remember he's still a human being. He still jacks off. Mm-hmm. He still takes shits. And he, he had still, a black girlfriend. Shout out to that. Yeah, and he also still still has to give views. So I don't think he's ever gonna give Kanye a, a good album review ever. Now, this as long as you know, as long as Kanye makes progressive rap, this, I think if if you're reading this was too late, um, it's too late. Didn't get an eight by him. That album wouldn't have been called like like accepted as much through like you know internet users yeah i really that was like a big w and then he has to like understand he has to weigh out how much is he gonna like weigh his eights nine and tens and how much is he gonna be realistic with himself Mm -hmm. like come on you gotta be real and then he's what he's really tricky with he'll tell you when he don't like something and still give it a high score if you listen to the the uh, you're reading this is too late review, it didn't sound like he liked it as much yeah, as that like, eight you know, would give. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really tricky because sometimes he'll be like high on someone's album and then give it like a six. You'd be like, what? You just gave it all these compliments. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's he really grades weird. people. It, he grades people on the scale of that artistry, not on the scale of the impact of what it is. But it's so funny how that same stuff he uses against Kanye West. And let me give you an example. He always makes it seem like, well, you Kanye fans make it seem like he's changing the world, but he's not doing something. And then he'll show like some other out- classic albums that already done it. But if you're speaking on the behalf of black people, which he doesn't, you stupid fucking herb, you don't understand that the average kid in the hood who listens to Kanye West or even careless to Kanye West don't listen to half the people Kanye samples. He That's what know, makes like the average kid in the hood does not know about them do. Yeah, so when Kanye brings stuff full circle, you have to understand that he's doing your genre and doing what you're doing your craft a service. And so another people thing, can, he doesn't understand black excellence at all, at all, not at all. Yeah, and, and and it's funny because he he sits around with all these little black other other YouTube reviewers, and none of those dudes put him on game. Yeah, like shout out to that nigga Young Nasty Shawty in the fucking like in the music section. You ain't telling that nigga shit. You sitting there probably sucking his dick. It, and it's fucked up because of, oh, it's, what, it's some dude who talks to Anthony Fantano in the music You remember section? That, that dude that was posting in What Do You Wear There? He was wearing really weird shit to school, and he was, like, really crazy. He looked like he had a jerry curl and shit. Nope, but keep going. Well, basically, he's at the, he did, like, I think two outros. Like, you know how, like, at the outro, he'll show that little box, and he'll be like, hey, it's Anthony Fantano here, you know, subscribe and all that shit. Yeah, and yeah, he did like two of those. He was like, "Yo, hey, if you if you like it, subscribe or some shit like that." Uh, I don't know, man. It's just I don't Anthony know, but Fantano, he he can't. A lot of the albums, yeah, he has a right to you know voice his opinion about it, but it's just some things that he shouldn't be touching on, like certain you know. Well, he could touch on it, he, but he has to think about it from our perspective. Yeah, but he also has to um like really understand the education of hip-hop culture and not just hip-hop culture that you like mm-hmm. understand that progressive rap and rap has to you know what i'm saying don't champion little wayne for bad rap and then burn kanye on a stake for good rap you know what i'm saying like yeah. y- like you can't do that 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't give Lil Wayne a good album review because you think it's a it's a good Lil Wayne project in in the score of Lil Wayne's universe. No, because in the universe of Kanye West, Jesus is a good album. Wait, you know? did he give I Am Not a Human Being a good review? Yeah, he didn't give it, like, no bad review. He liked it. Now, if you do that and then he was, like, trying to trash Jesus' lyrics... That album did not need to be lyrical. Bro, he always does that. Uh, just mm-hmm. like we did, I am a guy. He said, I just saw the Jesus. He said, what up, Jesus? I said shit. Like, it's, he's trying to, if you dumb something down because you don't, you yeah, already You can make with... anything sound stupid. <coughs> exactly. You, you can, can make, make any, you can make any Eminem lyric sound stupid. You know the what I'm saying? The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. The blacker the berry, the bigger the juice. If, if you yeah. really want to try, you can do yeah. that. Yeah, and you Anthony can dumb. Fantano, you... Think about it. I can't blame him because you know he still got to get the views. He still has to be controversial, in some you know. Yeah, but I just don't like that he's using Kanye West as the mm-hmm. controversial person. Cause Lord knows if he met the nigga in real life, he would want that nigga to sign some vinyl or some shit, or he want to ask some, you know, intellectual questions. Hey, I'm Anthony Fantano. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, then he always tries to like burn Kanye fans. Well, me especially when he says stuff like, "In his personal life, I really just don't care for." It. Well, bro, you look like a little mutant, and your neck connects to your shoulders extremely too much. That so nigga, he, he, you live he with says that. that about you know Kanye, but then he literally stands a living shit out of Def Grip. Yeah, but all in all, to get yeah. back to bring it all full Justin. circle, that fucking Kendrick album is man. Oh, I want to. I just want to talk about two more things. I want to talk about I. Uh, the extended version. Hey, what's we'll about Boo Boo? No, yeah. okay, okay. Boo Boo, on your kid, Boo Boo. Yo, a lot of kids in the fucking uh, music section think that nigga made up that shit because they're white. Yeah, they don't understand fucking bonics. <laughs> they man. supposed to, bro. But they, look, they don't. So, yo, can we talk about? Hold up, can we talk about how Ebonics really needs like? I always wonder why there is like an urban dictionary in Ebonics. You know, Ebonics really does have its own like. Yeah, La- language and like sounds and stuff because like, Cause, like if, ebonics. yeah but because because think about it like this think about it like this um the ghetto um you ever you, you, you do you watch key and pill and you know like the bad substitute teacher who didn't know how to like read yeah, no one's yeah. name bro people be like naming their kids like ashley but it'd be like ashley and then they'd be like bro it's just ashley but in, in ebonics language it's actually ashley yeah ebonics is a real thing it's, it's... It's or a, just like, a super real thing. Yeah, or just like how people be named like Quan, but it don't be spelled like Quan. Or yeah. someone be like Shanika, but it don't be even spelled like Shaniqua. And niggas be like, oh no, I want to make it unique, bro. I wonder who even made these Qua and Ka and all these weird yeah. sounds. Like, whatever. But yeah. So, I. This isn't the regular version that was pl- like that was released. This is an extended version, which is actually, a, it's like a stage live, like, live performance. And it's... You know, at the beginning of the original song, he's like, you know, like, you're the greatest in the world, or whatever like that. The guy's like, it's the greatest rapper in the world. He done been around the world, he done came back, and he's performing. And then halfway into the, you know, uh, halfway into the performance, I think a fight breaks out or something. I, mm-hmm. I think that's what it's implied. And he's basically saying, yo, we don't got time for this shit, you know, like, we don't got a lot of time on earth. So let's just make it, you know, what we have right now. Like, this shit is too petty. Let's, you know, come together. And all that shit. And he was like, before I start back, I want to do some acapella shit. And the shit that he says, like, he's basically saying that, you know, N-E-G-U-S. And the definition is a, you know, the word is niggas. And the definition is, you know, like, it's like a king, basically. And he was like, you know, like, Kendrick Lamar, realest niggas on, like, you know, the realest niggas alive or something like that. Oh, that's lit. That nigga was going in. Yeah, that's lit as fuck. 
Bro, I swear to God, after I heard this album, you know damn well I was on fucking Amazon looking for dashikis, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> I wonder what the fuck does Kenny Lamar do in his regular daily living. I don't, I don't know. know. All I know is Erica Badu is like, I'm about to leave whatever nigga I'm with and go murder this nigga to be sexually. Honest, bro. This, yo, if Kendrick Lamar and Erica Badu get together, RP his career, man. <laughs> yo, so I didn't even ask you about this in like regular conversation, but how the fuck did you feel about the Dame Dash Breakfast Club interview? I did not watch it. What? Bro, he it. murdered the whole Breakfast Club. I know. Bro, he eat bro, he eat through them. Okay, I'm gonna paraphrase for you. Basically, he was just like making DJ Envy feel like a bitch. Cause you know, like I love this like this old school hip hop. I know you before this interview feel that like a lot of people give like DJ Envy, mm-hmm. uh, especially like New York rappers and stuff. And basically, he made Envy feel really bad because he did the same thing Kanye did with Envy, but he just took it on another level. Cause you remember when Kanye did the Yeezus interview with Envy, and he was like, and, and, and basically he was like, um. He was like, he was like, can you say, uh, um, he was like, can you say that you could give your son or 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 or, or your kids a job, um, when they um like when they get older? But I bet if you own this station, you could give your kids a job. You know, when Kanye said that type shit, because he's mm-hmm. trying to say why he wanted to like 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 work with corporate America, and they were just saying do it yourself, right? Remember, they kept saying do it yourself. So Dame Dash is literally Mister Do It Yourself, and they really? was telling him you need bosses. And he was like, bro, you guys are fucking bitch made for wanting a dude to be your boss. He was like, how does that look? You're around your kid and, and you got to tell and you got to talk. To, you got to talk to um, you got to talk to your boss around them. Like he was just going in on DJ Envy. He was like, he was like, you're not a real man if you have a boss. And basically, like if you have to clock in, I mean, if you have to wake up four in the morning, you know what I'm saying? You're basically not living a good life. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, you're not a boss. And he was making Envy feel like shit. And Envy was like trying to give him all these accolades. He's like, I ain't trying to hear that, man. And then Charlamagne was trying to be all bitchy and trying to like gossip. And he's like, bro, you chatty. You chatty patty, man. He's like, don't ask me no fucking chatty patty questions. He yo, broke. He yo, broke. Can, we, can we just like say one time, fuck Charlamagne? Yeah, but at the same time, I, I feel bad for him now, bro, because like. Like he he bro he keeps getting served bro he he gets served at the same time he has a good like outlook on life but he he got his ass served by Dame Dash as well and Dame Dash that time he ran away from that fight yeah <laughs> but that shit was fucking crazy man like Dame Dash is like Dame Dash is jaded and yeah he has loopholes in his own story so like he always has a way out of his own lies and theories and shit but the point is is that he really 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 went in in terms of like that um that bullshit because basically he was saying people are too scared to put their own money up and risk what they believe in to like be to be rich and he did it before and he made hundreds of millions of dollars so, so no one could ever say that he didn't do it right he did it right it just so happens he may have squandered his money after jay-z left him so you know whatever that's not the here or there but it's a really good fucking breakfast club interview it's really good he fucking snapped yeah i'm gonna have to go watch that later it's long as fuck. It's longer than our fucking podcast. It's like a DIY podcast. A throwback Thursday to any DIY podcast. We miss y'all, but you know, I know how it is. Honestly, like we're trying to get Demula Meester and uh, all of you guys on here if you guys want to, because I would like to talk to you guys, not through text. That shit would be actually straight. Uh, I don't even know what half those kids be at anymore. Do they even be posting? In nah, the they're posting there. They're posting there. Is DIY? Yo, what's up? Yo, to be yeah, honest, yeah. I think DIY whipping up some shit. 
Yo, Mega Mortal, where you at, man? I'm st- I'm tired Mega of. Told me, yo, man, Mega, I talked yo, to him yesterday. On, bro, like, Mega, I talked to him bro, yesterday. Bro, Mega night. getting me mad, dog. I'm tired of seeing fucking Triple H, fucking smileys everywhere, bro. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> yo, you know what? I think I'm I'm kind of glad. Shout that they out added to WWE smileys one time. I'm, I'm I'm glad they added smileys because man, like I'm, it it just it's funner now. Like it's easier to show your like your actual reaction to a post. Like that, yeah. being that they have Khaled now, that shit is so fucking easy to be like, hmm. And then everyone's like using that Michael Jordan one. I don't even think Michael Jordan knows how funny that shit was. Yo, the funniest shit is the one that it got Iron Man's fit, like his mask, and then the shit opens, and then it started laughing. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to tell me it's the one with Michael Jordan with the tears. That would have been too funny. The, I'm just saying the ones that they, the ones that they've been doing lately, they did that one. And then they did the one, they got his face on the Kanye dancing shit. I was fucking crying. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that one because people have been using it on me. Yo, I'm I, mad about that. I was that. using that shit on Twitter, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, oh and um, for the DIY weird. thing, they they use WhatsApp now. So that's why all that shit is dead. So basically that shit's dead now, too. Yeah. Dude, oh bro, my can God. we talk about how WhatsApp has killed every fucking small community on KTT? Yeah, bro, that's just like a plague, man. Yo, dude, if like I think the only real small community that's still like really bumping that nobody really knows about is the popping R&B thread. Like every time I go there, it's always like it's always popping. It's the same people there, and they all know each other, and they don't fucking touch WhatsApp. Them niggas don't play. Word, hell yeah, man. Um, oh yeah, so the double XL freshman list. Oh my god. So. <laughs> Started. Well, fuck. Well, well, fuck the candidates real quick. Yeah, no, no, for no. The double XL. Um, they they have a lot of people on here. Uh, I know that there's people that um that we all want to be you know on the double XL list. Uh, every single rapper that you do want to be on here is a nominee. So we have people like Bishop Nehru, whatever you say his name is, Bodega Bams, Bobby Shmurda. Um, you know, thought as Dejlo, um, or whatever. Um, father, he's on here. Fetty Wap, Olive McConan, uh, let's see who else. K Camp, Key, Lil Herb, King Los, uh, Mick Jenkins, OG Mako, OT Genesis. Their names are too fucking similar. Yeah. Party Next Door, Rari. People like that. There is a lot. Of, oh, yeah, Rowdy Rebels up there, too. Shout out to that nigga. <laughs> Man, that nigga locked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, Vince Staples is up there also. Young Dolph and your old Drew. Man, no Vic Mensa? Or was he on the list already? I think that he was. I don't. Oh, yeah, and Vic Mensa was a freshman last year. Huh, yeah, he may have been on there last year. Good for him. Yo, so let's get people, right. To- how many people can there be? It's 10, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, but- I'm fucking stupid. They said vote for the 10th spot. I'm fucking retarded. Let's get right to the game, though, man. Fuck that, dog. Oh, New Atlanta. Everybody on New, New Atlanta versus Chirac, bro. Like, let's really let's let's really see who's more impactful. Okay, so New Atlanta, you got you got Migos, mm-hmm. you got Young Thug, mm-hmm. you got Rich Homie Quan, mm-hmm. you got Key, mm-hmm. you got Father. Let's just say let's just say awful inter- like awful entertainment or awful yeah, music. Yeah, you got the whole QC, mm-hmm. which consists of like OG Mako and all these other yeah, motherfuckers. And then you got. Metro booming. You you got the best producers, bro. Young Chop is lit, bro. Yo, Young Chop is not on like he was. Let's keep it up. Mike Will made is the biggest producer. 
yo, I'm I read, that, yo, right that nigga's producing a whole entire Miley album, like a Miley Cyrus album. Yo, I read somewhere in the music section that um, that Lex Luger was supposed to move to Atlanta and be part of that new Atlanta collective of he producers. Should. He should. Well, well I heard what? he was no, no, supposed no. to, Mm-mm-mm-mm. but I heard he didn't want to. Mm-mm. I don't think he should because he was doing good with A Track and all them niggas. So my question is, who did who does most Amigos beats? Most Amigos beats, uh, Zaytoven. Zaytoven did a lot of Amigos beats. I think. No, like who did like Hannah Montana? Oh, let me go look. Isn't that all like just eight hundred eight Mafia beats, bro? That nigga is fire, bro. Oh, yeah, eight hundred eight Mafia is bro. Eight hundred eight Mafia is the one, bro. Because I think he, Mafia. I think he did that beat. Hit it with it. Hit it with it, bro. <laughs> that beat go fuck you. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So Versace was produced by Zaytoven. Um, let's see who the biggest songs. Bando was produced by Juvie. Baker's Man was produced by Zaytoven. FEMA was produced by Zaytoven. Uh, Young Rich Niggas was produced by Zaytoven. R.I.P. was produced by Zaytoven. And now we ready someone was produced by Soldier Boy. Yo, shout out to that nigga one time. Yo, did um who produced Young Gleesh's Water? Hmm. That's a good one. I gotta figure that out later. Okay, but okay. Oh no, it's a right. ain't that, that that Benny nigga? Cause oh. you remember it'd be like uh oh Beanie Man or some shit like that. Oh, you talking about trapping Benny? Yeah, it's yeah, it's that Beanie Man nigga, or whatever. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. But listen, so Chirac, we got Chief Keith, who's like the Kanye West of the the shooting shooting guns niggas, because mm-hmm. now he produces his shit too. Because Finito is a is a banger. Yeah, he, he's getting better because all his beats were sounding childish as fuck at first. Yeah, yo, could tell me about why my my coworker downloaded the Finito remix and everyone's rapping in a fucking car. The quality <laughs> is so fuck. Yo, the quality is soda can. Yo, like b- before, <laughs> look before we get like get away from this. Yo, I'm saying it right now. Young Rich Niggas is one of the best uh, mixtapes that came out in the last four years. Five years. I wouldn't this go all that so, far, but... Bro, I know I'm going to be on this typical Sachi shit. This shit, this shit was so influential. Right, I'm being well, badass right, right. right. But yeah, so we got... All right, so we got Sosa. Then we got Lil Bibby, who can rap. And you got Lil Durk. And you got Lil now, Herb. Lil Durk, he's like a singer. He's like T-Pain and shit. But yeah. Lil Herb is like... Might be the most consistent, and he's actually getting the most. Uh, he's, he, he's easily he, he's easily the best one out of all of them. Yeah, he was on he, Commons because he's actual he, low key lyrical. Nigga, he was on Commons intro going mm-hmm. going crazy, and he got that song. They did that uh that Red Bull song with fucking um with Earl. Yeah, and then we got yeah. King Louis, who's like the OG of them. So you know his send it up verse will forever mm-hmm. be ingrained in fucking rap history. Bro, Yo, it was Louis, real if bro, you made you the news. remember that song that he had? It was like, uh, it came out like 2012. And it was like, uh, I'm not man. Little do they know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's a... obsessed with Drake, so. And then who else we got? We got Katie got bands. Wait, she's Katie kinda... got bands with shot right? No, she ain't. I thought she was from Chicago. She from, Yo, hold away. No, Katie got bands with Chicago. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, she is. I only rock designer when I pop out. Yo, Katie got bands look like a chicken nugget, but she's not. She's not. Uh, she's not relevant anymore. Let's keep it a buck, man. Bro, pop out is like was a very underrated song with the swaggy community. She's like a chicken nugget. <laughs> she's chicken so nugget, ugly, man. This man. is crazy. All right, man. She gonna look good. Get them shooters on you. Man, Talking about a ugly shooters, man. pop out. <laughs> so she's like, 
honestly, bro, the only thing I'm popping out is a pop tart in the morning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm popping out is this fucking bed, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. so then th- th- we got Lil Reese. Oh, the yeah. Goon. And we, got, and we cannot forget the Lord himself, Fredo Santana. Fredo, his music is is so so. It's a flip of a coin. I think I like Fredo more than Chief Keef. Uh, I like, like him right on, now. I like, I like him on the I'm Sorry remix. Who the fuck are you, bitch? bitch I'm the king. <laughs> and you know what's the cool thing about it? I think Fredo and Young, I mean Lil Herb, are gonna be the people that are gonna actually like be able to do other shit than just like you know. Shot and then rap. and then his death threat to the Migos made everyone in Atlanta want to make dance music again. Yeah, and then Fredo, this nigga Fredo, bro, he be modeling for fucking bait. <laughs> yeah, bro, he be modeling you for bait. You guys gotta remember, Vic Mensa and, and Chance the Rapper are both from Chicago, yeah, too. But yeah, but they're not Chirac, though. Yeah, they're not Chirac. They're, they're in that they came out room. during that time, though. Yeah, but they're not in Chirac. Yeah, but they're not Chirac. It's not, not the same thing, bro. They don't Look, make Chirac. They don't make drill music. I mean, like, who's from Atlanta who came out, but they not, like, part of that new Atlanta shit? Oh, uh, Charles Gambino. Yeah. Boy, if you don't get your dude, I mean, like, what? It's from Southside, man. Uh, uh, all right, man. Whatever, man. I, I, I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it, whatever. Uh, but um, there's a little bit more. Like, I think that New Atlanta has more diversity. Yeah. No, they no. Make, all the weirdos are coming from there, bro. All they got is that little music where you do the little uh, "I'm driving the car" dance to, and then they got a bunch of you mean whip. No, yeah. Ooh, you, you mean whip? Yeah, no, 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 Yo, you just showed right your right age, there. man. You said the driving the car dance. <laughs> bro, bro, what is that shit called? Bro? It's all the whip. Bro, I'm not supposed to fucking know that. I don't think anyone knows that. Don't tell <laughs> Dude, me that about like my You're like a buying connoisseur and you ain't know that shit. Come on, man. Bro, all I know is that they do that whip dance or that or that song, Hit Him With It, or Vibe. I just go crazy for that shit they every got, time. But, no, but, like, Atlanta, they got I love, they got McConan, they got Father, they got Key, Young Thug, Rich Homie Kwan, Migos. OG Mako, you cannot beat that right there. L- low key, you would think Ray Schmerman from Atlanta, but they not. But yeah, Mike from Will like Louisiana got Louisiana some shit like that, right? Yeah, but they got one of the best projects that came mm-hmm. out in a long yo, time. Yo, little do everybody know, uh, Shrem Life got a, a better uh, Metacritic score than Drake's album. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Shrem Life shit, bro. That shit is fire, bro. Yo, Shrem Life is like the yo. Can we talk about how Ray Schrumman basically made? The fucking like <laughs> holy grail of Vine music. Yeah, they did, man. They, they fuck. Oh my god, yo, n- like no flex zone and fucking uh, like shine on my ex, bitch. That up shit like right up there, like Donald Trump. Up like Donald Trump, bro. Unlock the swag. They make some of the like the most simple music. Oh nah, th- that song with Nicki Minaj, Young Thug, throw some more. That shit is crazy. Throw some more, yo. I'm telling you, they need to give they need to give Slim Jimmy a chance, man. He went off on that song. He said, "Hi, bye, Hayden of Little Club." Um, Y and O was a bit too. You said the eco meal. Now goes here. I think all one of their songs is missing is like a Kanye remix on "Unlock the Swag." Oh, if, if yo, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye got to unlock the swag. Oh. He would lose his mind on "Unlock the Swag." <laughs> My swag got unlocked. Check it, need it though. He'd be like, he'd be like, my show, I killed it, Amina, blue. That's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he'd say some crazy shit like that. that yeah, guy, bro. But yeah, man. Nah. So, all right. New Atlanta wins this round. But if they, if I, okay, hold up. What about Lil Mouse? Fuck around, you fuck around, you Yo, fuck nigga, around. Yo, Lil Mouse is dead. 
he probably died, man. Bro, he did die, bro. Relax. Yo, I'm I, telling you right now, I feel that New Atlanta is going to stay around longer because, first off, their artists are more consistent. Oh, you didn't even say McConan. I did. Okay, I did. Okay. And McConan, in my opinion, him and Young Thug are the best people out of there right now. Uh, McConan finna yo McConan if this nigga McConan only got two legit songs the rest of that shit is just us being some weirdo internet niggas like me bro my nigga Saji bro you've been cheating on cheating on me bro who's listening to that outside of the fucking internet bro bro Childish Gambino is eons better than McConan no look 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 look, look. let's keep it a buck yeah now I just use your two babies against each other no 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 let's keep it a buck let's keep it a buck like this is the crazy thing about it Hood niggas fuck with I Love McConan for some reason. And it's weird. Because Why you keep calling him I Love McConan? Just call him McConan, bro. All right, all right, McConan. I'm sorry. because It's so weird saying, like, yo, I do I love McConan, man. <laughs> no, but, like, people really fuck with McConan down here. And it's weird because, like, I would have never thought. Like, people hate Young Thug and shit. But then you have McConan on the track. Like, I got to swerve on him. Like, and niggas love that shit. So I can see he's always going to have, he's always going to have, you know, it down here. It's like, because McConan makes Vine music and niggas love Vine. That, that, I don't know about Vine music. Mm. Boy, yes he does. You could chop up any seven seconds of any of his songs and it fits with a Vine video. You could arguably do that for any song ever. I don't know, I love that no. song, Swerve. Swerve, like Swerve is way better than Tuesday. Cause everyone is Bro, when that nigga said, my, my friend's like my sniffing cocaine. <laughs> that shit was lit. Nah, you... Smoke my butt. <laughs> that, the whole EP that he had was really good. I feel that if he would have released that, like if, if Drake would have got a hold of him quicker, and then he would have released that EP. Oh my god, that nigga. So, so is Future like past the New Atlanta? He's, he is. Right? He's a he's a godfather of it. Yeah, so he's like a tweener. He could go do music with them if he wanted to. If he wanted to, like he, like he was the first person out of Atlanta to start doing that different shit. You know. Did his album or anything he ever put out go gold? Let me look. Oh, you know, you know somebody we really forgot from at New Atlanta. Who? Pee Wee Longway. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. I thought he was from like Mississippi or Alabama or some weird. That shit. nigga's so fat. <laughs> yeah, he's so country. Yo, that nigga. Um, I hate his verse on fucking. Uh, what's that shit with the Migos and Travis Scott? Sloppy Toppy. I hate. Oh, his I verse. love it. But nigga, 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 yeah, yo, Pee Wee Longway is funny. He like that picture that he had with the jean vest with the um, jean jacket with the sleeves cut. <laughs> and he was out. That nigga Gordo had that at his abbey for the longest. I know. Oh yeah, let me look for this uh this this future shit. Future, yeah, future had hella hits before you know all these new Atlanta niggas and shit. Man, future wrote body party. He won. Yeah, bro. He did? Yes. Holy shit. Yo, Future's it, 31. I know, bro. He wrote Body Party and he's singing on it. Damn, Future is older than Drake. Yeah, you can't tell by that fucking voice. Blood of the Blood of the yeah. Yo, because we keep forgetting that shit. That song is so fire. That, that shit, I think, is that still the fucking World Star intro? I don't know, but Lil Wade is went in on that shit. I ain't no, gonna lie. Bro. You know who went in on that shit? No, Fat Trail went on that, that shit. No, you know who really went in on that shit? Who? Drizzy. He said, "Take niggas out the no, like." Well, he nah, said, "Take niggas nah. out the hood like a front there." So it was all good when I come there. That nigga was going. That nigga Fat Trail said something about 
you could take you could have my chain and you could get it up off me. That's the most gangster shit I heard a bit it, bro. That nigga said that shit to I think he's like sent a low key shot at Kendrick. He was like, Damn, I brought my toy to my city, you a son there, nigga. I was like, Oh shit. That's when mm. everybody thought that they was really fucking beefing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that I don't know. I, I mean honest went like honest debuted at number two. Hey. Mm. They, they ain't saying too much. Two Chains debuted at number one. That nigga had thirty six thousand copies sold. Crying. <laughs> oh wait, actually, you know what? Yeah, bro, this uh, damn, this, this shit debuted at number two and he sold fifty three thousand. It's only sold a total of a hundred and eleven thousand. Yeah, see, wow. that's that jaded and, shit. And the thing about it is that he has so many beats on me. He has so many like hits on this shit. He had Karate Chop. He had Honest Shit, Move That Dope, and I won. And he and did any of them just go platinum? No, bro. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, move that dope mail and gold. Let me see. Nope, it did not. Let's let's check. Uh, karate chop. That shit had to have gone. So Tapping breaks like karate. Damn, that was a banger when it came out. Yo, yo, hype. I know you're gonna be very proud of this motherfucking stream. Yeah, bro. Shout out to the astronauts one time. Yeah, fucking Pluto, or whatever. I don't think any of these shits went fucking gold or anything. I, I know the, I won definitely. He put the shits out two consecutively. Like, just, he didn't let none of them, like, catch no heat wave. And then he was putting music out when Rick Ross puts out trap music. Mm-hmm. When Rick Ross puts out that. trap music, he puts out a whole mixtape for free of trap music. So, it's Dude, to shout the point Black Bar Mitz for one time for having a whole entire song that basically was a fucking ad for a show. <laughs> that shit was really a radio shit. It was like, Sunday, Sunday, come get your tickets. Um,. Another another song that he had on there, he had Ben's friends. Everybody was like, "Yo, this song is like, this song is like top ten, you know, this year, all that shit." People forgot about it. Honest was a very. I'm came. telling you the truth. That nigga had Drake, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, Pusha T, Wiz Khalifa, Young Scooter, Pharrell, and Andre 3000 on the album, and that shit was forgotten about. If someone would have told you he was gonna have all those features before the album actually came out, niggas would have been like certified You're instant a fucking classic. Dumbass. I mean, oh, yeah, if you would have said that, and, like, if you would have said that when he dropped fucking, uh, like, turned on the lights, everybody would have thought you were a fucking retard. Yeah, nigga would be like, there's no way in hell anyone would rap, do anything with that nigga. That nigga, Andre 3000, called him a genius. I thought it was because of me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he developed, me- like, he was one of those, like, early niggas that just really got melodies quick, you know? Like, he knew how to do that shit, and he just... All right, I'm off of Future, bro. I can't talk about Future for this long, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. In the news lately, there have been leaks about this shit that's been going... This has been going on behind the doors. They've been showing it. And people are finally ta- starting to talk about it. They're breaking the silence. 2K is making a football game. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be... The cover boy is supposed to be uh, Joe Montana. He gonna be wearing them sketches? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's going to be Joe Montana Football 16. Supposedly, it's so good that those people do not want to go. Like, the people that saw it don't even want to go back to Madden because it's that much of a step up. And everybody knows how detailed, you know, 2K is and shit like that. So, what do you think, Woody? I think it's about damn time they put out any type of football game, so... Oh, and another thing, another thing that's kind of a disappointment, but it's not a disappointment to these double console shoddy boys. Um, it's a Xbox and Windows 10 exclusive. So, I don't know if this thing is good enough. Oh my god! 
They're about to make some buckaroonies. They're not playing, man. Uh, I've been waiting for Mad. I mean, uh, 2K to make a fucking Madden game for the longest time, bro. Jeez, I mean, a, a football game, actually, for the longest time. Because it's just, like, Madden, they <clears throat> just neglect the game too much because they have a, mon- like, a monopoly. They don't need to do anything because what else are you going to buy? You know? It's yeah. Just, Another thing, I think Dame Dash is trying to let people go buy the Rock- like Rockefeller Records if the people want to go buy it. What? He's letting people like being able to like go buy like the label and shit. Who the fuck wants to buy that shit? Like, you're, the only signee that you have is fucking Jada Kiss. <laughs> like, you have Jada Kiss. I mean, does Jay Z even like put that shit on his albums anymore? I don't know. Rock Nation and shit. Yeah, but Rockefeller, man, that that logo is so forever the the logo, man. Yeah, really, yeah, that shit you you cool. wore that chain, man. People respected you, dog. Not not that I would know. I was a fucking kid, but still. Oh yeah, and then oh yeah, and then he ethered um, DJ Envy. I gotta remember this. He was like, "My son." Well, he said some stupid shit at first. It sounded really stupid, but then he saved it. He's like, he's like, "See, I don't have a boss. I don't. I'm my own boss. So what happens? My son, he doesn't have a boss. He's like, my son, my son has cookies. <laughs> he has he has he has a restaurant. He has equity. He's like you. You keep talking about you. You fuck. He's like you're selfish." You keep talking about I, I, I. That's all I'm hearing. He's like, what about your kids? He Yo, snapped on DJ Envy. Yeah, DJ Envy felt like a little bitch. Little bitch-ass nigga that you is. I knew that Ethan was coming up for him, bro. Karma, bad karma builds up. It definitely builds up, cool. Hey, yo, shout yeah. out to my boy Noriega one time, man. Yeah, man. I'm half Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Udis anthem. Uh-oh. Shout out to my boy Grab Bear. Yo, everybody trashing Grab Bear. Y'all gotta realize, bro. Grab Bear, first off, that nigga a grown ass man. Second off, that nigga get way more money than all y'all niggas, and his girlfriend got a fat old ass. Oh! Oh my lord. Yeah, he shout out to Grab Bear one time for doing what the fuck he wants. Um, yeah, so let's talk about a Woody Files. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was thinking because I was watching like mad skateboard videos the other day. So I was thinking when I was your age, right, Saji? Mm-hmm. I used to wear like a Misfit shirt, red Vans, and like camo shorts. Don't judge me. Mm. So I had some long socks because like I was a big fan of uh, the pack. So I was I was trying to you know be on my skateboard shit, and I just learned like how to heel flip like on a moving skateboard and shit like that. So my homeboy was like, "Bro, you really like this skate?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." So I was like, put my deck in his trunk all the time. We would drive around us in like currency and shit. So one time he's like, bro, you really think you bought this shit? I'm like, yeah, I'm about this skateboard shit. So he took me to a skate park, bro. Uh-oh. <laughs> Never been to a skate park. I didn't know the fucking concrete was that fucking smooth, bro. Yo. I didn't I didn't know that shit is that smooth to the point where, like, you actually speed up when you actually try to speed up. So, bro, so I'm, like, trying to hit some grinds. I'm not looking too bad or whatever, right? So, bro, I try to go up this little fucking ramp. And like jump off of it, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, bro. The fucking uh, skateboard found everything but my legs, bro. That shit, fucking uh, what's the shit Rob Deere that calls it? Oh, it like swipe credit card swipe me. Oh, <laughs> it, cre- <laughs> bro. That shit credit card swipe me like none other, bro. I think I had like a almost had a gash in my leg, bro. Like, bro, that shit was bad. Woody. That shit was. What's up? Should I tell the story, the legendary Sachi skate park story? Um, story. The, no, the two, bro. The, no, two. no. All right, should I tell the one about the injury? 
No, save that shit for when. Uh, nah, save it for like in the summer. Okay. I think it'll be a funnier story in the summer when it's hot and someone listens to that story. Yeah, and then somebody yeah. else is gonna go outside and probably do the same same exact thing. No, nah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But I think what what made it funny was I was trying to like I was trying to break my skateboard after that, right? I was trying oh, to like break on fucking uh, underground too. Yeah, I was trying to break my skateboard, and basically, long story short, um, my homeboy his uh his girl was there. And I, I I hit the board, and the a uh, piece of wood chipped out and hit in her fucking forehead. Was it stuck? She, no, she was bleeding though. And I remember he was just like, "Bro, never skateboard again, bro." <laughs> this like when you just stopped. You just well, no, I ain't stopped, but I just did, I fell off. I fell off, man. Yeah, I, I, I I'm about to be bad, dog, man. It, it's time. I'm about to get this. I mean, I'm about to get my fucking license. Skate park everything. Yeah, man. Dang. I'm gonna cop the undercover Supreme biker and I'm gonna skate it. No, yeah. I got you. Shout out to my, yo. Shout out to my Supreme fan. We're real hype beasts. I'm out here skating in anti-hero Supreme skateboards, bro. We lit. <laughs> yo, oh you, but, uh, oh you lit. Yeah, I'm around in there. I was like, this shit only fifty dollars. <laughs> and then as soon as I bought it, why did I buy it? <laughs> nah. Oh, but, uh, shit. So we have any shout outs? Yeah. Um, shout out to Fade Runner. Yeah, shout out to Fade and Moose. Yeah, he'll be back. Sorry for the wait. We'll probably have him on calls. He can tell us about push ups and <laughs> and tell us about waking up early in the morning and having a boss <laughs> and, sh- and shit like that. He has so much to catch up on, so we gotta like let him get oh, adjusted back yeah. to real life and shit like that. He has to hear like the, the 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 official version of all day, all types of shit. He has to catch up on. But uh, uh again, shout out to hype. Shout out to Henry. Uh, shout out to the 2K League right now. Fuck um, that shit. Uh, I'm um, I'm 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 three and eight, but I'm about to be three and seven pending this veto. So, <laughs> <laughs> shout out! Shout out to uh, man! Shout out to you, Chris, bro. Shout out to Sachi for holding for holding me down on this fucking Skype shit. This with his uh, good ass internet when we streaming. Shout okay. out to Udis. You know, shout out to Udis Juice. Shout out to Jallo. I haven't heard from that nigga in ages. I don't know if y'all like exiled that nigga. Um. <laughs> That nigga been in college, man. He getting his education, bro. Oh, yeah. He got it. What what college he going to? He going to a real good college. Yeah, he he he's out here, man. Shout out to Jalo one time, bro. Bro, a really weird shout out. Shout out to Paulie, long arm nigga. Scratch my knee, standing up ass nigga. Yo, my nigga Paulie had the longest fucking arms of all time, bro. Yeah, but but Paulie that nigga though, man. Paulie mad humble, Mm -hmm. bro. He be chilling. Hold on, where did Paulie live at again? Paulie lives in. Ah, shit, I forgot. I really forgot. Um, yeah, I forgot, man. There used to be this show on uh, Adult Swim, and it was about this nigga, and like his legs was backwards or some shit. He was a bird. <laughs> and this I, know, nigga, I know what you're talking about. He he used to talk very glitchy, like this almost. Very yeah, much. that nigga's legs, I mean, arms was long as fuck, bro. <laughs> that shit used to scare me, man. But yo, um, shout out to Paulie. Yeah, uh, shout out to my nigga Number Sign. Yeah, shout out to shout out to uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, shout out to Matthew Chen. He was on call last time, so I'll mm-hmm. never have to put him on again. Shout out to Matt Nine. Shout out yeah. to Michael. He's a new yeah. boy. Yo, so is Michael on KTT? Yeah. Who is he on KTT? He, you remember the nigga that had a he had a Yeezus Abbey, and it was like uh, it was a Confederate flag. Anyways, no, it, I don't it's, know who it's like. weird. Like, yo, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Like, I had PM telling me, asking me, like, yo, can we get on, like, Skype and shit like that? Like, when new people come on Skype, it's so spon- like spontaneous. Like, it's so weird. Like, Michael got on Skype because of, like, we were playing Grand Theft Auto. I was like, oh, yo, get on Skype real quick. And then that nigga just stayed because he was cool. 
Yeah, yeah. shout out to Cosmo. He's been running from us, but... Cosmo, that dude's good. fucking weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to him one time. It's all um, about adaptation, man. Just man, shout out. out to anyone who still watches the old podcast, and we're trying to get, like, one of them to at least a thousand. I know one of them is going to probably get there pretty soon. I think one's, like, at, like, 781 or 791 yeah, or something like a, that. I think it's Nellyville. Yeah, that Nellyville one's crazy. Yeah, that was a real sound. Yeah, I think Nellyville and Flunk Massage was pretty crazy. Yeah, those are our best. Oh, ones. and and then um in the shots one. Oh yeah, shots is fed up. Yeah, shots is fed up. Yo, shots. Yo, shots out to the whole committee who puts up these dope ass names. Oh, you know another thing, bro. We've been like going over thirty five minutes a lot. Yeah, we, we gotta. It's been going into the hours. Yeah, we, we got to get back to what we know, man. That's what people was liking. That it was quick, mm-hmm. easy, you know. Maybe but we should chop them up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should. Shouts out to everyone who took that Dubai trip this weekend. Dubai was like having flights for like two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, like- and Drake. Yo, oh, I forgot to talk about that. Drake did a fucking stadium show. He did a stadium show, bro, and it had everybody in that bitch saying his shit, and they was all in Dubai. He cemented gold. Yo, everybody in the fucking music section that said that Drake is not gonna be fucking remembered in ten years. You are retarded as hell. All right, that's all I gotta say. Alright, alright, fuck it, we out. Drop Dude, Mike. Right, fucking. Shout out.